Once a military mom, always a military mom. In this episode, Chris, a nurse in Abu Dhabi, and Marsha, a diversity recruitment specialist, discuss the joy and stress of having children in the armed forces. My daughter is in nursing and she's active duty army. She's going through their critical care program at Fort Sam. Uh, one of the reasons why she joined the army because she knew she could be active, um, but the classroom time has been a bit of a challenge for her. So um, she's very much looking forward to finishing up and then getting out on the floor and being clinical again. She actually started um, with the ROTC program and got a scholarship. Uh, to go to the University of Iowa to the nursing program there and was first stationed at Fort Hood in Colleen, Texas. So this is her second area. When she's done at Fort Sam, she'll be stationed at Walter Reed in DC. I have a, uh, a son in the Air Force, one in the Army. The one in the Air Force uh, has been um, in, the Ar- in the Air Force for 20 years. He is um, the Air Force JTAC. They do is do offensive air operations. They work very closely with the Army. Mm-hmm. Of course, that wasn't uh, what I was hoping he'd be doing when he said he was going to join the military. I said, couldn't you work in the kitchen and peel potatoes? He said, no, Mom. He is one of those that uh, if he's going to do something, he's going to do it all the way. He's a tech sergeant, and he's stationed in uh, North Carolina, Fort Bragg. I'm very proud of what he does. It's, it's very dangerous. Um, he's been deployed about six times. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, he's been deployed to both Afghanistan and Iraq. And thank goodness, recently he hasn't been deployed, uh, but usually he gets deployed for about nine months to a year. So um, those times were not fun times, as you can imagine, for, for me. No, I don't really have any experience with that. I do know when Autumn told me she was going to join, she was 17 years old. She was a junior in high school. The recruiters come to the school and they talk the talk and the kids listen. And she was, you know, concerned about paying for college. And this was a way she could do it if she could get the scholarship. And I think at the time she's about five foot five. She's a green eyed blonde, about 110 pounds. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, but she's a spitfire. So Mom's there. I'm supporting her. I definitely was proud of her. I worked with so many military men and women in my time in, in, at Mayo, in my career in nursing. They really bring something special to healthcare, and I wanted that for her. So I was really excited for her about that and proud. I do have to say, yeah, the, the anxiety and the apprehension as it got closer and closer, it certainly did build up. And I was mostly scared about telling my mother that Autumn was going to join She went to New York City for COVID. She was deployed there to open the Javits Center and then work as a nurse there for a couple of months. So that was definitely an eye-opening experience for her and a good one. It's good to see what's out there and what's happening in the world. You're always worried. You see everything on the news and we're not always able to talk to them. And I'm sure, especially for you with, you know, your son being deployed overseas, that makes it even harder to communicate. It definitely was when I would share those, uh, the anxiety that I was feeling, not being able to hear from him. I, I heard from other individuals that have uh, had family members back when, you know, the Vietnam War, and they reminded me of how much easier it was these days. You, know, you can get uh, all sorts of ways to communicate much faster than back in those days. So that gave me a, a much better perspective. Still didn't make it easy. 
because I wanted to be able to still pick up the phone and text them or call him. But at least it didn't take months, you know, or almost a whole year to get a letter. The very first care package that I sent him, it was so funny because he weighed about 45, almost 50 pounds because I wanted to send him every, everything, uh, sheets and blankets. I mean, I, it, was, it was hilarious. I got to the UPS store and the lady was asking me questions about the package. And of course I break down because this is my first care package employment, and I couldn't get any word out. And so she said, oh honey, I understand. She gave me a great deal because it would have cost like hundreds of dollars to send this thing. And, and she felt bad for me and she supported the military. So the first one was the toughest. My colleagues here were very supportive. Um, the minute that I would say, putting together a care package, my office w was filled with, with stuff. Um, not just for him, but for uh, other members um, that were stationed there. I still remember when I asked him what was one of the things that he really needed. And he sent me a picture of the, you know, those little, the great plug-ins. Oh yeah, the air fresheners. He said, mom. I am living in close quarters with, with other guys and it stinks. Um, I sent Autumn, and even though she was only gone for three months when she went to New York, uh, a care package. I mentioned it at work as well, and so much support. Everybody wanted to pitch in, everybody wanted to send something. My box did not weigh 45 pounds, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a bigger box than I was planning to originally send. One of the things that was super short was PPE and personal protective equipment. And if they had enough, I was trying to find bleach wipes and things that I could help her, anything that she could have that she could take and share amongst her, her colleagues. And like you, I had so much support from, from my work family. It was so nice and it just really um, makes me feel good. You know, you feel loved. Yes. Especially because coming to work with the happy face because you're coming right. to work. It's really hard to do that when you are constantly thinking about what, you know, your son or daughter could be doing anywhere. They're, they're away from the, the normal. I started thinking, I, I'm sure there are other family members that are probably going through the same thing here at Mayo. And they probably could use someone, shoulder and ear to, you know, someone to talk to. And so that's why I became so active with the Yellow Ribbon merch. I reached out and found out that there were other employees that had family members in the military and also uh, we're getting ready to get deployed. It, it's amazing. Once employees know that there's others out there going through the same thing, they, they want to come in and, and share it. It's definitely helps to put things into perspective. I've not been in the military myself, but I grew up in a military family um, and lots of military background with my grandfathers and uncles and my father. Um, and then now my daughter. I think having some more of that firsthand experience really helps me be more um, aware mm -hmm. of what other people might be going through and more sensitive to it. Really recognizing the signs and symptoms of somebody who might be struggling and what can I do to help them. It could be something simple like watching a kid for a couple of hours just so they can have a break because they're the only parent at home with this child or picking up some grocery, anything. It could be big things, it could be little things, but I think really the main thing is just to recognize it and let them know, can I help right. you? Yeah, just, you know, it, it, to, to let them know it's okay to feel that way. And, yeah. And that's exactly what shared when we would meet as a, as a merge. It's okay to have anxiety or share with others what you, what you need. And so having that sense of, of belonging, I'm very proud to, to have 
young men in the military. And that sense of, of, of pride that I have, it, it's amazing. And whenever I see a young man or women in, in, in a uniform, it's almost like I want to become their mom or, or their- I or, know, I do too. <laughs> yes, yes. I have treated them to, to pastries when I've been at a bakery. Yeah, you're so right. I mean, I think for anyone who's in the military, it just kind of pulls at your heartstrings a little bit. Anytime I see some of the military and there's just something that resonates with me that makes me feel connected to them in some manner. It's one of those things that whatever you do for that individual, it comes back to you because someone else will be there for your son or daughter. My son said that to me. He was flying back from overseas at one time. There were a couple of people that gave up their first class seat for him. I'm very proud that, you know, he's chosen to do. I just hope that, you know, they're all safe and they're all someday able to all be home. Yes, exactly. It, it's anywhere they go, there are children. So in the military, not in the military, it can be 10, they can be 30, they can be 50. Yes. They're always going to be our children. Yes. And no matter where they are and what they're doing, always proud and always a little bit worried. I think one of the things that I find most challenging with my daughter being in the military is the fact that I have to share her. And I'm not very good at sharing. But she's always been mine. We're pretty close. Like you, Marsha, I couldn't be any prouder of her. I'm proud of all my kids, but I'm just so proud of her and uh, the woman she's become and the nurse that she is. She's gaining the skills that she needs to be successful and to face challenges in life, not just in her military career, but in her personal and professional life going forwards. Take some time to consider ways you can thank and support our military servicemen and women and their families.